Miracle Mondays. Do you believe in miracles? This guy does. This guy does. It's Father Patrick Schultz back to tell another miracle story that he was able to witness. Oh, yeah. And, and actually the Lord working through him yeah. again. Yeah. And it's in the most uncommon of places, yet the most common of places. Okay? <clears throat> God works anywhere. This takes place at a restaurant? Yeah, Lopez Restaurant. Cleveland Lopez Heights. Restaurant in mm-hmm. Cleveland Heights. All yeah. right, so before we get to this, yeah. the uh, interaction you had with a waitress there. Yes. God works a miracle. You know, we're talking about this being a common place, a restaurant, a natural place. There could be a tendency, I think, sometimes, a temptation maybe even, to believe that our faith life mm-hmm. is something that happens on Sundays. Yeah. And then our regular life happens Monday through Saturday. Or the faith stuff is when I'm praying and not when I'm working or mm-hmm. at home with the family or kids. And uh, I just think it's worth saying that God doesn't work only in miracles, right? Yeah. <laughs> We've got the yeah. supernatural and the natural. Mm-hmm. And the supernatural is, of course, above the natural, but not against the natural, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. The supernatural can use the natural. Like God doesn't only work in extraordinary ways, but he works through ordinary ways. Right. He can work through natural ways, right? Right. So, for instance, uh, if someone becomes a doctor, they can do that out of a great desire to do what they feel God's calling them to do. Maybe they feel, you know, I have the intellect and the disposition and the heart to, to help heal people. So I'm going to do that and, and be a medical professional. And it's like God is working through the natural and through that person's freedom to heal people. Mm-hmm. But what if you've got a doctor who doesn't believe in God, has no faith at all, and they say, you know, I have the intellect, I have the disposition, and I feel I want to help other people just out of a love for humanity. And it yeah. doesn't get religious at all. I mean, isn't that person sort of doing God's work without knowing who they're working for? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, I just want us to have a, a, a zoomed out, a bigger view. Like, God works through the natural, through the ordinary, because he works through... You and me, yeah. and through creation, nature, all these sort of ordinary ways, he's still at work. It's not only when he decides to intervene in a miracle that he's actually up to something. Right. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anything else to say about that? Or No, that was great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that last point. Yeah, he's. it's not as though he's like, okay, nature, you do your thing. And then if I need a course correct, I'll, I'll get in there. But yeah. you do your thing. No, he's, he's, he's involved in all of it. There's the natural yeah, the, and the supernatural. The it's thorny questions, when you start to think about free will and predestination, and if God knows everything, then is he forcing me to do things? Uh, the sort of little explanation that is mysterious, but I really like, is God is so powerful that he can use our free decisions to accomplish his will. Yeah, He can even direct things that's by great. using our freedom. He's that powerful must be nice you know yeah <laughs> it's kind of like uh i don't know if it's a great analogy all analogies are kind of lame but uh like if you had a boss or a manager in charge of a company and they were so good that they could sort of 
bring out the best in all their employees and get them to do their job in such a way freely Mm -hmm. of their own volition that it does accomplish the master plan vision of the boss. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but he's not forcing, he's not micromanaging. He's not like, no, 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 let me show you how to type this. No, no, let me show you how to design this. Uh, He just lets them be free. All right. Anyways, I want to hear about this waitress. Okay. Sure. So you are at a restaurant. Yeah. Because you're like, I'm hungry and I want to work a miracle. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah. No, I was at uh, my my buddy, Father David Stavars. He and I went to Lopez Restaurant, Cleveland Heights. Um, they have the best guac in the world. Oh. Uh, but um, anyway, so we it's they've got this beautiful patio uh, on the outside of the restaurant. And we were sitting out there. It was a packed night. It was Friday night. Tons of people there. I've been there tons of times. It was just right down the road from my last parish. And so I, I like know some of the servers. And one of the servers we had was one I've had before. Her name was Michelle. Michelle had... Uh, that night, she just had a really bad limp, and I, I just, I just, you know, you couldn't miss it. Like she's just like limping to the table and limping away from the table. And anyway, so she, she young, she middle aged. Uh, she she's probably old, elderly. What's no? She was she was probably mid thirties. Okay, yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So anyway, so the uh, I think the last miracle story I talked about Catholic Youth Summer Camp, and yeah, that's where that was. Okay, so David and I, we had both just gotten back from that summer. We had just come back from doing a chaplaincy week at Catholic Youth Summer Camp, and he and I were connecting, talking about it, talking about these themes of like, just be stupid enough to believe that you can do what God tells you you can do. And yeah. so anyway, so literally having this conversation, Michelle comes to our table, she gets our drink order, goes away. And like, I hear the Holy Spirit, just like it bubbles up in my heart. I just hear this, like, I just want, you need to pray over her. Like, I was like, what? And I I'd no. like, let me interrupt. Yes. When you hear God's voice, what is that like for you? Okay. So do you have to, are you like, wait, is this me thinking? Is this God talking? Is it just so that, have you just prayed so much? And done this so much by trial and error that you know the difference between God's voice and your voice? Or is there a little bit of a like, okay, let's test this out? Well, I think, I, I mean, I, I think it's it's a little bit of the, the that last piece. And so, like, when I was in the seminary, we used to pray with each other all the time. We had sort of this charismatic prayer group. And we would, after, after we would pray, we would, you know, get together and pray over each other. And part of it is, like, just, you know, as you're praying over someone, I, I, I began to notice this pattern of like images popping up in my, in my, in my imagination or like the word would just kind of bubble up out of nowhere. And I, I began to notice this thing that when I didn't say the thing that just came up, somebody else said the thing. Hmm. Like it was, like, it was as if like the Holy spirit came to me and said, okay, you, you can say this now. And then but when I didn't, he was like, okay, forget you. I'm going to try it to him. Yeah. Cause so this like, person needs to hear it. Exactly. So like it, through that sort of trial and error, you do kind of discern this, like, okay, I think, I think that's how, like, that's what the Lord's voice sounds like in my heart. So a little bit of that, I think. So I, I just got this sense that, like, the Lord said, I want you to pray over her. And it may be immediately uncomfortable. I'm like, right now? Like, no. <laughs> yeah. So like, so I tell David. This guac's amazing. Yeah, it's going to turn brown. This, this is going to be so awkward, right? So I tell David, and I was expecting him to be like, no, like, no, not right now. Like, we're off duty, you know, something like that. Are you dressed like a priest? Uh, Yeah. Both yeah. of you were at the? Yeah, okay. yeah. And so, uh, so he's, but that was not his response. He was like, yeah, let's do it. It's awesome. So I was like, crap. Okay. <laughs> so again, the, the sort of hesitancy, nervousness, all these things. So she comes back over and I was like, Hey, Michelle, like, can I ask you a question? She was like, yeah, sure. I was like, what's going on with your knee? And she says, oh, I'm, 
I'm just trying to get a few more shifts because I'm scheduled to get knee replacement surgery next week. And uh, she's like, all the sports I used to play as a kid, it's just serious bone on bone. It's really bad. It just, it's mm. got, it's got to get replaced. And so like, I'm just trying to get a, f- a few more shifts in to get some money. So I, cause I'm going to be off for a while. And I was like, Hey, listen, um, you know, we're priests, you know, she, she, can, she knows that. And I'm like, would it be, would it be okay with you? Like, would it be super weird or whatever? If like, if, if we prayed over you, she's like, no. And I'm like, Oh crap. I was again, expecting her to be like, no guys, I'm really busy. Now, did you, you know if she's a religious person? I know. I have no idea. So no you, it's not like you knew she was Catholic. She's yeah, not a no parishioner. You're no, just, she's not a parishioner. You just yeah. threw it out there. I did, yeah. So I was like, why don't you grab a seat? So I, I figured she was going to take that offer because, you know, just to get off her feet. So she sits down, and and uh, so I, like, I'm like, can I put my hands on your knee? She's like, sure. So I put my hands on her knee, and I just start saying, like, all right, in the name of Jesus, knee be healed. In the name of Jesus, <laughs> cartilage be healed. I just like trying to think of other things ligaments. that like are in the knee. Yeah. <laughs> ligaments, uh, blood vessels. I don't know. All that be healed. So then I look up at her and she, uh, after, you know, a few minutes of that, I look up at her and she's, she's got like tears welling up in her eyes. And I'm like, I just asked, so what, like, what's going on? What are you feeling? She goes, I'm feeling nothing. I'm like, well, that's like, like, that's okay. Like sometimes this doesn't work. I don't know how this works. Sometimes, it, <laughs> sometimes there's a miracle. Sometimes there's not, I don't, I'm not in charge of this. She's like, no, no, you don't understand. Like, I've been in chronic pain, she said, for the last, like, 10 years. I don't feel anything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? <laughs> so <laughs> like, this again. is a great absence. Oh, yeah. This is, like, a fantastic nothing, right? So, so like, let's keep praying. So I put my hands back on her knee, and again, like, nerves, uh, in the name of Jesus, be healed, and bones, and skin, <laughs> and everything in the name of Jesus, be healed. And so I look up at her again, and she says, I feel this cool rushing sensation from my back, through my hip, down my thigh, and into my knee. And um, it, it was it was just like, you could just tell something amazing was happening to her. And at this point, like, we're starting to gather a lot of people looking at us, like, mm. or for, around on the patio. And uh, so she gets up, and she does this, like, weightlifter deep squat. Just like, <laughs> boom, she just goes down, on like, squats down, stands back up. And and she's just like, it's healed. And I'm like, like 10%, 20%. She's like, 100% healed. Thank you, Jesus. I know. And then she's like, she starts running up to all the tables on the patio to tell them that Jesus just healed her knee. <laughs> it was amazing. Magnify the Lord with me. That's exactly it. Yeah. It was amazing. So the coolest part of the whole story is that she goes to her doctor and their doctor's like, I don't know how to explain this, but we're just, we're, you're not going to do the surgery. You don't need the surgery. Um, she's like, I'll explain it to you. I'll tell you how it happened. So she's like, yeah. starts evangelizing the doctor, telling him that Jesus healed her knee. And uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing. It was totally amazing. Again, no one was more freaked out than me that like, I can't believe this is working. Like, I cannot believe, again, that like God cared about Michelle's knee and, and just decided that she needed a miracle, and it, and it happened. Yeah. It was incredible. So, did she leave you a tip that night? <laughs> yeah, she she t- she picked up our bill. Well, I uh, want to talk about this again because you you said it last time we yeah. spoke, and again today you talked about, uh, dear dear son Patrick. God says to you, "Yeah, will you be stupid enough to believe that you can do the things that I said you would be able to do?" Yeah. And there's that line in the Bible about the wisdom of the world is foolishness in God's eyes. Yeah. And the wisdom of God is foolishness foolishness in man's eyes. Yeah. And you 
at least the way you tell the story, but yeah. I know you're telling the truth. Yeah. You just went in there and you're like, I am not a pro at this. Yeah. So you're like, yeah. uh, capillaries, uh, blood yeah. vessels be healed in the name of Jesus. But the most important part was you had the faith. And that even brings up that other, that other scripture uh, passage of we believe help our unbelief. Totally. So you believed enough to yeah. do it. Yeah. And then God's saying, however much, whatever percentage you have of unbelief, Look at me now. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. And and even just the awkwardness <laughs> of praying over people. Yeah. Even if you're not praying for miracles. Yeah. But just praying with someone, praying over someone. Uh-huh. You said you used to do that in the, in the seminary. Yeah. And we used to do it on youth retreats, certainly. And we want to do it more as a parish. Yeah. I mean, this is something that... Yeah, it's strange and it's awkward, but it's uh, awesome. But there's trial and error. But to, <laughs> you know how when we read the lives of the saints, every one of them is like, "There's nothing special about me." God chose the biggest, dumbest, stupidest, weakest, most sinful person. Yeah, and we're looking at these saints. We're like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. And it's like, in one sense, they're totally wrong, but in another sense, they're totally right. Yeah, you know that. Uh, I think of the analogy sometimes of if you had uh, like an all-star game in the NBA and you had a coach, but you had all the best players and, and they won a game, you wouldn't be like, well, that must be a great coach. <laughs> it's like, no, you have obviously the best players. Yeah. You know, you take the best players and then they play a regular team. It's like, of course they're going to win. What 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 coach coaching skills do you even need? Yeah. But when God... The best coach ever chooses the most humble, mm-hmm. you know, the people who don't have the greatest minds or they don't have the greatest skills or they stutter or whatever yeah. it is. And then he, boy, his glory shines forth all the more when he uses these broken vessels that oh, are yeah. us. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, thanks be to God. So... Have you seen her since? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know, about a month or so after the, the, the healing, I was back there at Lopez on the patio, and she was there serving. And uh, I asked her, like, "Did you have the surgery?" This is how I know that because I asked her. She had the surgery. She's like, "Nope." And she tells me, "She's like, I went to the doctor. He said I don't need the surgery." And she's like, "I told her it was because of Jesus." And yeah. Wow. So let me ask you a question, and then I'm going to answer it for you. But I'm going to make you explain my answer. Okay. To my question. Okay. okay. So the question is, is there something special about you, Father Patrick? <laughs> now, the answer is, well, yes, there is. But no, there isn't. Right. So explain both halves of that. Um, yeah, there's something special in the sense of, like, I'm a unique, unrepeatable, irreplaceable image of God. Uh, that my yes is totally unique. Like, no one can say yes and cooperate with the Holy Spirit in the same way that I can. You know, it's not like, like St. Paul calls himself an instrument in the hand of God, right? So like you got a, a symphony orchestra, all the different, you got the strings and the violins, like violins, they all sound the same. Trumpets, they all sound the same. They're mm. they're not unique instruments. Um, they're unique from each other, but you know, there's like a billion trumpets. There's not a billions of me. There's just a me. So like if I don't say yes and participate in, you know, the work that God has for me, or, you know, if I don't say yes, when the Holy Spirit moves, then like, there's something missing, 
um, in God's creation. Like the note that I'm meant to sing isn't there if I don't sing it. No one can sing it for me. No angel, no saint, no pope, no one else. I, it's it's me. So like in that sense, yes. In that sense, you are special. Yeah. And let me interrupt you before you answer the second part. That means you think about mass, okay? Yeah. And a lot of folks think that if they don't come to mass, it won't make a difference. Mass is still going to happen. But the mass is different when you are there because you pray. And your prayer matters. And your prayer makes a difference. Yeah. So there's something that's not happening at that mass because you're not there doing it. So yeah. Come to mass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think the angels are like, where? I'm like, like I'm supposed to harmonize with that lady's note and she's not here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, why the other side of the coin is, why aren't you special? What's, there's nothing special about you, is there? No? Yeah. No, I mean, certainly when it comes to this healing stuff, it's not like, like, I'm not some, like magic healer, you know, like I, I'm, 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 I'm thinking about Maximilian Colby who said that the, our lady reached into the bottom of the garbage heap to pick up, to pick him up, to use him for, for mm. her glory and her son's glory. And so like, that's how I feel, you know, like we hold this treasure in earth and vessels. It's like, I, I very much know I'm an earthen vessel. And the fact that God has worked miracles through me, isn't about me. It just goes back to the fact that like there've been moments where I've, I've been dumb enough and bold enough, like dumb enough to believe that I can do what Jesus says I can do and, and bold enough to, to actually do it. Um, but it's not like, it's, it's not because I'm, you know, this great, great healer guy. It's just, again, it's like what you said. He often uses the most unexpected, the unlikeliest instruments to, to bring about his glory. So Wow. So there's something special about you because you had the faith to try it. Mm -hmm. And yes, you have, you're, you're an ordained priest and you know, you have the power of at least the, the sacrament of the anointing the sick, but you didn't do this at the, at the restaurant. Right. right? And at the same time, there's nothing special about you because this is what, I mean, the universal call to holiness is universal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. And Jesus said, we can do things even more amazing than what he has done. So well, the one thing that is sort of special about you, because your last story was about a healing of a of a broken foot, and this one was about a knee. So yeah, so the the when I've shared these stories, I have a pretty amazing track record uh, in the lower body. Like the heal, <laughs> all the healings that have ever happened in my life as a priest, as a disciple, have been like knees, ankles, toes, um, yeah, thighs. I've, I've no power to, above the waist. Yeah, I'm I am powerless above the waist. <laughs> So the kids, the kids at Sacred Heart School, they say that your my 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 name, if I'm ever canonized, will be Father Patrick of the Lower Body. Like, that's, that's that's a that's a prayer card. That's a for humbling. You. Yeah. yeah, boy. So yeah. you need to. So what we need to do is find someone who's great at healing the upper, upper body. body, and then he and I, you tag I, team. We got a tag team. You take you go around. Yeah. yeah. So if you have a shoulder problem, don't come. To yeah, don't, I'm not. You know, I'm yeah. not your guy. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well. uh... <laughs> <laughs> this is this is just the, the the sense of humor. Yeah, God's sense of humor. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> let's thank him for that healing totally. and for um, his presence and the fact that he trusts us. Yeah, I love and that. Wants to work through us and that he somehow is humble enough to not just do everything himself directly. Yeah, but he wants to work through us. He wants to use us 
as intercessors. So if you would lead us in prayer on the way out. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, in every age, at all times, you are always uh, just condescending and lowering yourself to use uh, creation to bring about your glory, that you love matter and you love these secondary causes that you told Moses, lift up your staff to split the Red Sea. Um, Lord, we want to be that staff through which you work your glory. We thank you, Jesus, for your great love for all your sons and daughters. And we ask, Lord, that we would have the humility to uh, get out of the way and let you work miracles. That we would have the, yeah, the humility to believe that we can do what you say we can do. We thank you, Lord, for all the little miracles of our lives that go so unnoticed all the time. We make this prayer, Jesus, in your mighty and holy name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, Father Patrick, thanks for driving all the way up from Wadsworth to share these miracle stories with us. Love you, brother. You and too, I man. just love seeing, I mean, I've known you, I don't know, 18, 20 years or something. Yeah. And just the fact that we get to still connect and see how the faith works. Uh, it's, it's just, it's just, I'm just lucky to, to be your friend, be able to witness, uh, the things that God, that God performs through you. So thanks, man. All right. Next Monday, another miracle story. Look forward to seeing you then. God bless. Bye-bye.